Hello and welcome to Just Fucking Win, the preview show on Saturday at 3. My name's Andrew and I'm joined tonight by one of my very favourite podders, Tom. How are you doing, man? I'm very, very good, thank you. It's been a, it's been a beautiful Sunday. It's a lovely weekend all in, I think. You know, we've had a, we've had a fairly good thing. Rangers got a result. Uh, England got beat, which you know, le- less less funny for for us, obviously, because we're English and we're definitely supporting them. Um, and the League Cup has opened up very nicely for us as well. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'm sure. Um, certainly, the mood music's changed a lot since uh, full time whistle went in our match. Uh, we, uh, I think, did not have the greatest performance against Morton, getting the result, but not probably as slickly as we would have liked on. Yeah, yeah, not to just by a point that we were dreadful. <laughs> uh, let's not sugarcoat it. I mean, <laughs> stats-wise, this game doesn't look too bad. It's one of those ones that you'd probably do in Football Manager and be shocked that you didn't win more by. Ten shots on target, uh, 70-odd percent possession of the ball. Um, on paper, we look like we dominated the game. Unfortunately, the eye test didn't really reflect that. Rangers, especially in the first half, looked really stodgy, didn't dominate the ball well enough, didn't create any too many clear-cut opportunities. Um, very frustrating first 45 minutes, mate. Yeah, it's, you know, Morton were, were, were never going to go toe-to-toe with us. You know, that, that would be a suicide for them. So, yeah, the uh, sit there, give us a possession and let's see what we can do with it. And ultimately, we've done very little particularly in the first half. Yeah, no, absolutely. We, um, I, th- I think it's one of these things. We'll um, we'll quickly run through the uh, the team sheet because we rotated heavily for this. I think only three players made it still into the um, into the starting eleven. Uh, so we had Butland still in goals, Sterling coming in for Tav, Golton, Balogun came in, and John Lee Ufeko came in as well. Uh, this was down to Borna Barisic still having a suspension from the previous uh, season's competition. And uh, I think Rid Van Yilmaz just still isn't fit yet. Uh, in the midfield three, we had Lundstrom, Dell, and Sifuentes. And then in the attacking three, we had Matondo, Lamas, and Dessas. Um, on paper, at least, Tom, before the before our ball's kicked, your thoughts on that? Do you think it still should have had enough to get the job done? Well, yeah, I mean, especially, you know, looking again, our that forward line, you know, mm-hmm. Lamas, Lamas and Dess, as well, you know, we, we, we gave Danilo a, a bit of a rest, but that forward line should be enough to get his goals. Midfield to Fuentes is, is starting well. Lundstrom, we, we speak enough about Lundstrom. Dal's coming on to a game. So, yeah, there was there was enough with that, with that front, with those front three players, front six players to, to do something. But, yeah, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that was the case. Um I agree. I mean, you know, Matondo uh, has become a bit of a meme in our group chat now because, um, you know, Chris is having arguments um, with us instead of having arguments with the people he's seeing whose opinions he doesn't agree with on Twitter, which is fine. Um, but, you know, just as long as he can be open and honest about that, that's fine. Um, Matondo's in a decent run of form. Does that mean I think he should be in our European squad or should be starting every single game? Probably not. Because he's not demonstrated that he can do it over a long run of games. Um, but, you know, if he's playing well, then we've still got a boy for three years under contract and we blew a healthy amount of money on him. So ultimately, it makes more sense for him to be playing than not, right? Yeah, exactly that. And yeah, whereas I totally agree he should be in the European squad, given the opportunity in, in, the, in the cup game as we did and some league games, whether that's coming off the bench or a starting place, mm-hmm. you know, here's your, here's your chance to impress a manager. Right, you know, Ryan Kent's gone. Sakala's gone. We have very little pace on our flanks at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, th- this is your chance. It's up to you. 
I think that's it, right? Uh, there's there's a lot been said about you know taking the best, taking the most of your opportunities that you're given. Uh, there was something that Hadji had uh, raised after the match uh, in his post-match press conference, uh, where he said obviously he was frustrated at the lack of game time that he's had. Ultimately, I think the only way that you um, can break in, either you do an absolute blinder in training, but more realistically, you have to perform like a rocket whenever you get that opportunity to to play. Matondo has done that, um, you know, in the in the games he's had the chance to start. And um, Hadji, I think those opportunities will come. We are aiming for a sixty season, a sixty game uh, season here, so there will be opportunities there. I think ultimately it's just about biding your time and having the patience to to make it into the squad because it's going to happen. Uh, we we will need to rotate. Uh, the, the opportunities will come. It's just about taking advantage of them when they come, right? Yeah, and on Hadji especially, I think I think he's definitely got a case to to feel hard hard done by, but you know by mm. the by the club. So, and I would like to see that changing. I think it, especially you know he, he's not whinging. You know he was asked a question in, in his press conference and he, he answered it, but he wasn't. He, you could tell he's frustrated, but he didn't slag the manager, he didn't slag the club. He went, I understand, but you know I believe I, I just you know. He deserves to start, so or deserves to play, and yeah, I'd be you know give give him the opportunity. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with that. I, I really rate Hadji. I think on his day he can perform really well for us. So there, there's a lot to be said about having a player of that quality on the bench. It's good to have him to to come off that bench. But what he needs to do is start impacting the games. Um, you need to you need to make a difference when you come on. Um, and that's that's not easy. I'm not I'm not saying you know it's a given. It's just um, ultimately what you have to do to to get a look in. So um, so yeah, we shall see how that goes. But we will enter into the second half of Morton versus Rangers. Uh, we again in the I think in the second half we actually started a bit brighter, a bit more on the uh, on the attack there. There there is still a bit of give and take. Morton are still pushing. They they are looking for a goal as well. The 53rd minute, I believe it's a uh, a corner comes in here. It is not cleared very effectively at all. And um, both, I believe, Kirk Broadfoot and Cyril Dessas both go for the ball at the same time. Dessas catches Broadfoot. Broadfoot doesn't really appeal for it, I think, in the immediate aftermath of the uh, of the foul. But on a VAR review, it is eventually given as a penalty. For you, Tom, I mean, it looks soft, but I think ultimately it is a penalty, right? I'm still not sure. I've seen it, you know, I've seen it in real time. For, and then I've seen the replay and then the replay and then the several other replays I showed it from. And I still cannot say, and, pre, you know, I appreciate I've got, you know, the blue tinted specs and all that argument. <laughs> I still cannot say for certain there was enough contact to justify any sort of penalty claim or even, a, you know, even a free kick if it was on a different part of the pitch. It, did, it didn't even seem to touch Broadfoot at all. I think it's that thing where it's it's so close and there's not, it's not contact massively being made with Broadfoot there. It's, I think, at the most, it's like a step on the toe or something like that. So it's a tricky one. Um, I think by the letter of the law, it does get given. Um, but as, hell, even the Morton manager said after the game, it's quite soft. Um, and when the manager of the team is saying that, then I think you can you can kind of tell which way it went. Nonetheless, you know, this is this is something that just will happen sometimes, you know? You're going to get uh, these adversities thrown at you. I mean, I, I mean, I think that's the first domestic penalty we've we've, um, we've conceded this season. Oh, that's last right. Season, yeah. So yeah. So at least at least that, they'll, they'll stop complaining about that one. Well, yeah. No, obviously uh, the Masonic conspiracy is over. So 
Good. Okay. Well, let, let's see if that has any other impacts across Scotland this weekend then, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, unfortunately, Mortar and the ascendancy here, they, they do get that goal. Um, Rangers, though, do manage to hit back quite quickly. You know, we are still on the front foot. And uh, in the 60th minute, we have a corner kick of our own. Ball comes in. It looks like it just sails straight over everyone and goes out the other side. But then we get a pullback for the uh, referee. He's doing a bit of VAR. And, I mean, if the previous one was soft, this one took me until about the fourth or fifth replay to understand what was actually being claimed for here. But as the ball's coming right over, Leon Balogun's shirt is basically being pulled off of his back by one of the Morton players. Um in that context, and once I finally saw what the issue was, I think that that one is a penalty because I don't think you can pull the player's shirt even when you're running out on the pitch uh, and get away with it, let alone in the box, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a penalty, but as, yeah, I was the same as you. I was like, what, what's he given? I was a penalty? Where? How? What, you know, I was looking for a foul. I was looking for a, you know, a yeah. kick, a grip, you know, something that you could actually see. But yeah, you, by the, you know, the letter of the loss and the last one, you... You cannot you cannot pull a shirt like that. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how much this is policed because if you look at probably every single corner kick and every match, that, that's the point that right there, Tom, isn't it? <laughs> so I think if you know if there's any gamblers out there, both teams to score every. <laughs> <laughs> so we um, we progress uh, through the uh, the rest of the game uh, and we've made some substitutions. Danilo comes on along with Hadji and Sima. Um, who and Simo in particular, I think, came on and was quite bright. Um, got a ball off the bar, off the bar, as well as uh, a shot on target that was saved. Same as Hadji, but Danilo is the one who finally makes a breakthrough uh, eight minutes after our penalty. So sorry, I should have said actually, Dessas converts a penalty. We we go one all, and then Danilo makes it two one to um, to see us through. And I think that basically finishes the game for us. So yeah, um, yeah we're. Um, I think we have opportunities, as I said uh, to you beforehand, Tom. Like, we've got 63% possession, 10 shots on target. You know, we do dominate this game, on paper at least. But, I mean, it's stodgy as hell to be watching, especially when it's Morton. And, yeah, especially when we're expecting more to be blowing teams at this level away at this stage. But I think it's clear that more work still needs to be done. Yeah, that's probably mildly. A lot. We definitely, you know, a lot more work needs to be done, but that team needs to start gelling and pretty damn quickly. Yeah, we, um, we're we in a situation now where we have three pretty massive games as far as the, well, yeah, three pretty massive games over the next couple of weeks. We've got our two PSV ties, um, which will either mean Champions League football or Europa League football. I mean, we, we've kind of talked about the merits of both beforehand in terms of you obviously want to play on the biggest stage, but do you want to go there if you're just there to get thrown around like an empty trackie? Or do you want to go to the Europa where you might stand a better chance of progression? That one's tricky, but we do want to be progressing in some fashion. And then we've got an away trip to Ross County and then the small matter of the old firm as well. Um after the two PSV ties. So we're in a situation now where we need that first team to start clicking well, because the first leg against PSV is at Ibrox. Uh, that's going to take place a day from now, as folk are listening to this pod. Um, it'll be on the Tuesday. So we need to be seeing progressing there, definitely. We need to be seeing this team gelling. Yeah, and I think it will. I think it'll come. I and mean, I'm not 
I know this, you know, you don't need to go too, you don't need to dwell too far on the, on the Twitter sphere to see people are pressing the panic button, wanting the manager sacked, wanting the players sold, wanting Burn Ibrox and Paddle at the gates to the left. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not there. And I just think it will come. We're seeing enough from the players that are starting that there's the stuff, the stuff there, you know, the shoot, the green shoots are there and it's going to, it will, we will kick on. Yeah, I mean, Tom, you and me are probably the more optimistic members of the group, so um, it's probably nice that we're on, actually, because uh, we get to enjoy this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whereas uh, I think uh, certainly Chris seems to find every opportunity to be miserable um, about everything that Rangers are doing right now, but I'm quite happy. Um, you know, I, I would like us to be doing better. Of course I would, right? But ultimately, I think we're still very much in the mix. We're only, what, two games, two league games into the season? It is early days, as far as that goes. We'll take time. Um, it's just a question of making sure that we keep getting results in the meantime while we wait for ourselves to gel properly. And so, on. so, yeah, we'll see how we go, right? Yep. We can't, yeah, we can't ask much more on that. Just, I mean, I'm happy. Grind the results out while we just, yeah, wait, while we wait for this team to pull together. And then, yeah, it'll, it'll come. Boring and uninspiring 2-1 wins for the rest of the season means we win the Champions League in the quadruple. So, I mean, that's fine. Yes, as long as you keep doing yeah. that, then, then we're all good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, uh, we're we obviously recording this Sunday evening after the rest of the ties have been played, just so we can confirm who our next opponents in the League Cup will be. Uh, so it'll be Kilmarnock versus Hearts, Rangers v Livingston, Ross County v Aberdeen, and Hibs v St Mirren. Unfortunately, there's one notable absence there, Tom. Yeah, what, what, what happened there? It's, it's this Masonic <laughs> conspiracy, Tom, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all falling apart. Uh, yes, Kelly, you know, doing a... Well, in fact, what looked quite similar to what happened in our opening league match against them, um, getting the goal and then sitting on it relentlessly until eventually full time was there. Um, it's obviously objectively hilarious that they're now out of the cup. Uh, this is uh, something Brendan Rogers had talked up previously. He was unbeaten in this competition, won every single one of these that he went up for. So, yeah, very, very upsetting for us, obviously, to see him fall at the literal first hurdle here. Yeah, I mean, you know, clearly he doesn't want, doesn't want to tangle with Michael Beale, so, you know, want to just keep, <laughs> keep my hand on the road as far as possible. <laughs> That's it, mate. You know, he's he's fit. He's fit. <laughs> Um, so uh, what it does mean for us, though, is that the tie is quite well open. Um, we were talking off air, obviously, and I think we have to be in the position now where we are going for this cup to win it. Uh, this can't be the same as it was with Stephen Gerrard's, where we had two semi-finals in competitions that Celtic were out of both of them, and then we went on to win neither of them. Um, that's not acceptable at this stage we need to be pushing on to to win this and i think it's very achievable um we obviously have to beat killy which we haven't done yet <laughs> no like um but we um we should not be afraid of any of those the teams that are left in this draw we should be going on to to win this one i think there's no question for me yeah 100% it's you know take we should go into every you know the league the scottish cup and the league cup ex, you know expecting a win or you know expecting at the very least a place in the final our biggest rivals have just been take are, are out of the cup so yeah there is no reason why we cannot go on go on and win it and it would be a huge bonus to michael Beale as well you know what the finals are 17th of december so t- that boost to go into the you know the christmas fixtures the january transfer window the win- the winter break which i think is still happening this year 
and, and I spoke to you in a sound, it's, it's a depressing thought, but to, for Michael Bill to equal the trophy hall of the last two managers as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one. It's only when you said that out loud to me, Tom, that it really hit. But yeah, that's um, that's pretty damning. Um, but as you say, it's getting silverware on the table. Um, you know, this is a great opportunity for him as a manager who... Let's not forget, you know, he's still early on in his career. He wants to be establishing himself. If he can pick up a trophy early doors, this is better than Gerard did. Gerard obviously came in in different circumstances, but you're still coming in and you're still proving that you have what it takes to be a Rangers manager, which at the end of the day, there's not any points for style. Um, some of our most successful managers have not had particularly fantastic flow, flowing freestyle magical football. But what they did do was they won things. They won shiny trophies and they waved them at the crowd afterwards. Yeah, I mean, the Lake Coast base, a trophy we are long overdue in, in, you know, having back in the trophy cabinet. So, yeah, Very true. Yeah, I mean, get, get rid of Livy and then it's, it's, it's essentially two games at Hamden. So let, let's crack on with that. Yeah, I think that's the important thing because we are going off to Hamden. Um, after this uh, tie at Livy. So we're at home and then the next two ties, both at hand and we should not be in any worry about um, getting the results here. So let's hope the team can uh, match our expectations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a couple of months from now, they'll have gelled a bit more. They'll have got, you know, they'll got, they'll got better. Might have, dare, dare I say a couple of new signings as well. So. <laughs> we can, but <laughs> I, right? might, I might just be far, far, far too optimistic. <laughs> I think, you know, my position on transfers is this. At this point, you know, as nice as it would be to get more bodies in, people have got to go out first, like Kamara, Davis, players like that. I think they need to leave first before we can bring in anyone, because otherwise it is getting pretty reckless with how much you're bringing in and how little <laughs> is going out. Um, nice as it would be, you know, obviously we don't want um, we don't want to be in a, in a bad situation, but we also don't want to be carrying players who we know don't have a future at the club and we want to get money for them. So, yeah, we'll see how things go on that front. So, in the meantime, we need to turn our attentions to Rangers' next fixture, which is PSV. Uh, this is the playoff round for the Champions League. First round is at Ibrox, as we said. Tom, I mean, shitting bricks for this one or what, man? <laughs> Strange enough, no. Because, you know, it's one of them, if we, if we don't get through, all right, it's it's a bit, it's annoying. But as long as it's, we've got, you, you know, the Europa League. Plus, I don't know why this, you know... I just have a feeling this team will turn it around. You know, we'll, we'll just, we'll click in every game since this league started. So we'll click, we'll click this time. So yeah, I'm going to get... <laughs> one, one of these days, Tom, you will be right. You will be right. <laughs> and it's PSV. We, we own them from last season anyway. And, you know, <laughs> so that's yeah, that's true. That's true, Tom. Um, obviously, it's been a bit of a transitional point time for both of the teams. Uh, but they've probably had the resources to strengthen a bit more than we have. But... You're right. I mean, we're at Ibrooks, it's a European qualifier. We shouldn't be afraid because we have done some pretty extraordinary things in European games at Ibrooks. So the hope is just get the result in a good position, not uh, <laughs> as it was against Servet, maybe a little bit more comfortable than that one in the first leg. And then we can we can do a bit of defending over at PSV at their place the following week. Um, as you say, Tom, we are in the position where we do have a quite comfortable safety blanket underneath us if we fail to get through. The tie is not going to be won or lost, I think, in that first leg. Um, I, I, I would like to hope that the tie will still be alive. Um, 
And if it's not, I hope it's because we beat them 5-0. Like, I feel like that's unlikely, unfortunately. <laughs> nice as it would be. If, the, if you know, if this front three clicked on, you know, never can tell, yeah. right? Keep, keep saying it. It's going to happen. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yes, we will, we'll see how that one goes. And we'll, of course, have reaction after that, as well as previewing our upcoming fixture against Ross County as well to see the Staggies. Uh, we are just about done in terms of all of our bits, but... It's one of the pods that I'm on, obviously. So we did the whole thing in 20 minutes as opposed to two hours. Um, it's just what you get when Chris isn't hosting. But before we let you all go, we also have our Pie of the Week competition, Tom. And you get to be the sole judge on this one because uh, our fellow podders decided to bail out. Probably depressed about their team losing today. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good because I can just slag them off and comfortable with the knowledge that they have absolutely no ability to reply to me. Um, so not only do well to start from the beginning we have a promotional tie-in with pie sports who provide pies across the entire uk uh which are highly good all football themed stuff and um we are assured that they are top quality we also have a discount code that we can give to you guys that's sat at three so sat at symbol number three uh chuck that in when you're at checkout and you'll get 10 percent off um Eddie has told me that he's used the code so he does know that it works um we've not had anyone else complain that it doesn't work so far and uh we um we have first-hand evidence now that the pies are good quality so um so yeah highly encourage you to get on that get yourself some pies and uh yeah enjoy the taste of uh, scotland whether you're still in scotland or uh, or not there um either way they are they are top quality stuff um as well as our discount code, we are also running a competition for Pie of the Week. So every week we ask you, the audience, to send us in your pies of the week. So whoever's made a particular tit out of themselves during the week, whoever's been an idiot, whoever otherwise deserves that title of Pie of the Week. What we're going to do every four weeks, so every month, we will have a competition, the best of those ones from those four weeks. They go into a hat, and the winner of that gets themselves a free slab of pies they get just for free just because you listen to the podcast and you told us who you thought was an idiot so obviously we want to encourage you to keep submitting your pies of the week but in the meantime we have five entrants this week and uh, tom i'm going to read through all five of them and then i want you to provide uh your pick of those uh, five nominees so we have first David in Glasgow. Uh, he nominates Surreal Dessers for giving away as many penalties as goals as he scored since signing. We have Colin at East Kilbrides. Uh, Dick Advocat has been nominated for this one, uh, slating our transfer window, despite Dick Advocat spending the best part of £100 million um, on a number of different players. And in this transitional summer, spending £36 million and 16 players left for £8 million. So... That's that's some transfer window right there. Um, we have Robert in Dumbarton who nominated Rishi Sunak. No context provided there, just just Rishi Sunak. Um, we have James in Glasgow who nominated Danilo for his open goal miss, which, yep. <laughs> and uh, we also have finally Jonathan in Motherwell who nominated Sam Lammers with no context again. <laughs> so. Tom, let's uh, let's run through these. Uh, let's start from the bottom, and I'll work my way back up. Uh, first up, surreal Dessas. Um, thoughts on that one? I'm reluctant to you know to include any any Rangers players again. It's, it's, the, it's <laughs> the blue, it's you know the blue tinted spectacles, but yeah, he's, he's, he's giving away many penalties, his goals, but 
yeah, let's let's let let's leave him be. If if we're still talking about it, if we're talking about it in January, (laughs) ten from ten. Yeah, that that's more of a concern at that point. Yes, definitely. (laughs) All right, so let's set aside uh, Danilo and Sam Lammers then. Uh, Let's maybe say Rangers players that include former Rangers managers as well. Then, yeah, I mean, yeah, Advocat, yeah, yeah, the the scattergood approach to his to his transfer windows was, yeah, if you're Dutch, we'll have you. Other than that. (laughs) How much how much money have I got? Just sign me somebody. He's <laughs> yeah. looking strong at the moment. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe then in that case that up by the week, Tom. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's got to go to Colin and his club ride. I think we've got yeah, it's got to be Dick Advocar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay away from the the, the politics side. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm not if, brave enough. If Robert and Dumbarton had offered some reasons for it, and to be candid, there are plenty, but <laughs> he, he didn't want to get into it, so neither will we. We'll be good. Um, yeah, we'll stick with Dick Advocat then. So, Colin Lee Skilbride, congratulations. You're, you've won Pie of the Week. Uh, stay tuned. And, uh, yeah, you should hear in, well, two weeks now uh, if you've won a free slab of ice. So, Tom, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Obviously, always good to come on and talk about Rangers, especially in the context of us winning and especially in the context of them losing today as well. So, all good fun, mate. Yeah, what, what's, what's not to like? I thought we could have been better, but all in all, we can't really, we can't have asked for much more, could we? A win is a win. So, that's always important. So, um, not only thanking Tom, but also thanking you guys uh, for listening. We do appreciate that. Everyone who tunes in, it reflects on that we're doing something right. Um, we always appreciate it. Everyone who tunes in, uh, all the comments, the questions, the feedback that you guys provide, it's all great. We appreciate it. We read all of it. We make Iddy read all the bad ones out loud to Chris uh, because they're usually blaming him for something, which is great. Um, we encourage you to follow us on all the social media platforms that you can find uh we're on twitter we're on tiktok we're on threads we're on instagram we're on youtube we're all over the shop you can also listen to the podcast pretty much everywhere spotify amazon music apple podcasts um acast as well you can listen to it right there on the site so anywhere you want to listen to us if there's nowhere if there's somewhere you can't find us rather get in touch we'll make sure we get on there But in the meantime, uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye for now.